Hi and welcome to this week's video or podcast depending on what media you're watching or listening to this on. In this video or podcast we are discussing the five key metrics that you should be tracking in your business. Now tracking metrics is vitally important because when you track the metrics in your business you are able to identify what is working, what isn't working. If you make a small tweak to your marketing collateral, change a headline on a website, a call to action, you know without a doubt whether that was a winning move or a losing move because the numbers don't lie. I like metrics to be delivered to me personally once every two weeks. Uh, a lot of people that I work with like them to be delivered once a month. And when I say delivered, I'll explain that. You might be like me. Uh, I hate spreadsheets. I don't enjoy looking at data. I don't like analyzing number details. I start to get like this. I start to fall asleep. And to be honest, if I was perusing the metrics, putting them into spreadsheets, or setting up systems so that I have dashboards and put automatic reporting, that would be an absolutely waste of my time because it's not a core gift of mine, it's not a core strength of mine. I'm better off doing what I do well, which is communicating, connecting, coaching and teaching and working with clients. That's my highest dollar productive activities. So what I do is I employ people who love working on spreadsheets, who are inspired by metrics. In our profiling systems, they fall under what we call the evaluator profile. And that's a very smart thing to do. If you're like me and you don't naturally have an affinity for spreadsheets, metrics and numbers, make sure you bring someone onto your team, even as a contract or a part-time, who can collate the metrics and deliver them to you in an easily understood format. And that's why I want to deliver these five metrics because they're really good to work with and you'll see why in a second. And they won't put you to sleep. So the first metric to track is the number of new visitors to your online marketing collateral through Google Analytics, of course, and potentially if you're able to, to track the sources of those leads so that you can start to see what lead generation strategies, systems, or platforms are working for you and what aren't. There's no point spending lots of money on lead generation platforms, say as an example, like Facebook, if you don't know for sure whether that's producing uh, profit for you or not, producing a return for you or not. So again, the metrics on new visitors to your online marketing collateral. And then the second metric to track is leads. Now, in my mind, 
leads are people that have been converted from a visit to your website or to a landing page and they have signed up for whatever you are giving away for their email address and name. So a lead, in my mind, is someone who ends up on my database. If they end up on my database, I can now build an ongoing nurturing relationship with them for the rest of my life. You'll see that I don't consider, say, a Facebook like, or someone, an, uh, an Instagram follower, as a lead. They're really good things to have, but I have several issues with that. Often when you rely on third party or, or, or sort of middle, middleman, as Facebook is, if people are liking Facebook, Facebook still is a company that tends to change their rules a lot. So I certainly don't trust them with my data. If they end up on my email database, I know I control my relationship with the client. Facebook, I'm not sure. I don't know what they're going to be like in a year. I don't know what they're going to be like in six months. If you remember, around eight years ago, nine years ago now, Facebook was saying, you know, just go out and get as many likes as you can. And then you'll be able to communicate with all the people that like you, like your Facebook page. And many business owners spent lots and lots of money and put lots of time and effort and energy into that and built large followings only to have Facebook decide overnight that your organic posts would not reach your followers and you now had to pay to reach your followers. So I prefer to call leads leads only once I know that I am able to control the relationship with the client. That means email address and name. Now you usually can't do this in early stages of the funnel, but if you can get a client's postal address, then that is simply the best because no matter what happens, you will always be able to contact the client and build a long-term nurturing relationship with them. Remember the old days, you would send marketing material by mail and would get there. The person was sure to receive it. With tightening up of ISPs, email service, etc., lots of what we send will get filtered out, um, but still, uh, at this point, I would trust email more than Facebook and Instagram and those types of things to hold my clients' data. So again, because we went sideways there, first one, new visits to your online marketing collateral. Next one is leads. Leads are those people that have been converted because they've, they've uh, opted in to get something from you. And just to show you how the metrics can start to work and how you can use these metrics, you know, you might have a thousand new visitors in a month and in month one, with a call to action on your website, you get 200 conversions out of that thousand. So you do a little tweak to the, to the call to action on your homepage for the offer in exchange for their email address. And the next uh, month you get a thousand 
people coming to your website again, but you get 300 people. You know, as a fact, because you've seen the metrics, that that tweak has been a win. And this is why metrics are important, because it means marketing becomes far more scientific than assumption-based. The third metric that I like to track, a lot of people don't, but I just find this really important, is what I call a qualified lead. So from my perspective, a qualified lead is someone that joins a webinar, someone that, and watches it to the end, by the way, and who might contact us for a coach chat or would... Uh, come to one of our workshops. Qualified leads are entering the sales cycle. Their actions are showing you, yes, we're sort of half interested or we are really interested. Anything other than half interested, they're not signing up for these things. So they sort of become your A prospects at that point. But again, what you're seeing is that you're through monitoring these three metrics, new visits, leads, uh, and qualified leads, then within those different uh, phases, you're able to tweak, then retest, and, and really be accurate in what is working and what isn't working with your strategies for taking people deeper into the funnel. The last, the, sorry, the fourth metric that's important is Revenue, how much money did you bring in? That's really important, isn't it? Money. Money makes business work. Cash flow is king. This takes us to the last metric. We look at the profit that was made. So as an example, you can have, you know, really good revenue but if your expenses equal that revenue, so what? When you can see revenue versus profit, you get a real sense of where your business model is working, where it's not working, and you can start to then hunt down, how do I lower the expenses? How do I increase the margins? Do I need more volume to make this more profitable? So as you can see, these five simple metrics allow you to make incredibly good decisions in your business and then when I say incredibly good by the way it's trial and error you're able to make decisions the match will, will show you what didn't work so then you try another approach so through using metrics you end up making winning decisions so don't bring assumption to how you run your business get the metrics organize a meeting with the person who collates and understands the metrics, sit down with them every couple of weeks or every month, and it's going to help your business fly. Till next time. Bye.